What's happening, guys? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Everybody's here. Uh, Lunchbox is still in quarantine in yeah. Vegas. At some point, most of us have been quarantined on the show. When Morgan was the one that was <laughs> the out OG. in bar. Yeah. <laughs> we sent her home early. Lunchbox is quarantined in the, uh, the, the guest room, though, the green room. How's that been going for you? I was very lonely, and this chair has no back, so my back is really killing me. It's, I mean, I have bad posture as it is, but this is horrible. Uh, a lot of times people ask us what we talk about before the show starts or at commercials. And so we were talking about Raymundo, who runs the audio for the show. He's got a microphone in front of him. And Ray's getting married in October. But, Eddie, you told Ray that marriage is going to be the hardest thing he'll ever do. Yeah, I was just trying to give him a real a real talk thing. I think when, when people get married, I feel like they're all in the mix of, yes, yeah, exa- this is exciting, we're going to do a wedding, and we have a bachelor party. And I felt like having just a real moment with him for a second, and I think he took it the wrong way. What happened, Ray? Um, I believe he just told me, and it was just a very odd dad advice type negative <laughs> angle. Like, I understand being positive. I understand being neutral. Never really understood the negative take, but well, really appreciate us. it. What would you say? It, was, it wasn't negative. It was more along the lines of like, hey, man, like, just, just know, I mean, marriage is a lot of work. Like, marriage is going to probably be the hardest thing you'll ever do in your life. Really? Yeah. I'm not married. I'm single, right? Oh, yeah. Eddie, are you the- factoring in... Being a parent too, um, to that. No, I, parent aside. Well, I mean, I think kids do throw a wrench into it too because it's like two different people, d- two different personalities living in the same household, sharing things. Like you've never shared anything with your life. You're sharing your entire life with another person. It's hard. It's not. It's not a normal thing to do as a, as a human being. So it's almost. I've always thought of it as almost being the most impossible thing you can do. And so when people celebrate 50 years, it's like, dude, this is a huge deal because 50 years together with one person, that's it's amazing. If it's that much work, because hey, I'm not married. Ray's not married. He's about to get married. That just makes it sound Eddie is making gross. it sound quite negative. Yeah. Can you lift us out of this? Yeah. How do, I, yeah, how do, how do you lift it out of us? Well, I would, I would go with the approach of it's not any relationship takes work. Friendships take work. But when, yeah, when you're sharing a life with someone, it... it it takes work, but if you're both willing to put in the work, then it's like there's seasons because you go through hard things yeah. in life. I think maybe, well, maybe what Eddie's alluding to is, <laughs> I don't know. I think that there was a season where my husband and I, we went through like the top five things you shouldn't experience, like that are hardest things for a couple or like, um, you know, like a move, a death in the family. I losing your job like yeah. I don't know whatever it is we had like four out of five in like one year and it was very hard but that's because we were going through it together but at the same time it was also awesome because you didn't have to go through it alone you had someone to go through it with you but you have to learn how to navigate some of that I would just say life in particular isn't all roses but it's just you're yeah. now sharing it with Wait, someone is that what? <laughs> I know. Like, You're I don't know sane. that I would say, I just, I don't know that I would like put so much emphasis on how hard it is, but just that it's not a fairy tale. Yeah. Raymundo, did he lift you up at the end of this sad story though? Uh, no, no. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Eddie, tell him about all the good times. It's great. It's great. And it's, it's an accomplishment. It really is when you go through so many years together, but uh, I just feel like, you know, like you, you compare it to other relationships. You can leave friends. You can leave people that you just don't get along with anymore. With a marriage, you have to work really hard to keep it together because you are going to go through some hard times. And I'm just saying, be ready for it and it's enjoy it. It's going to be great. 
Because you do the the one good. Was thing, he this positive with reminder. you, Ray, or is he just throwing this positive? In no, the I mean, he's actually adding more stuff now. Back then, it was actually just really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is, is you're gonna have a partner that's gonna have your back for the rest of your life. Now that's good advice. Thank that, you. That but he didn't cool. tell you that when he no, pulled no, you no, aside. No, no, no. He just said it's gonna be the hardest thing you've ever had to do, and it's almost near impossible. <laughs> And then he left. I yeah. mean, what is it? 50? It's 50% possible, right? Divorce rates 50 50? I don't know. You're different. But yeah. regardless, I know. I, like I, I think you can do it, Ray. Thank you. Oh, I know you can do it. All right. You That's what we were talking my, about before the show. <laughs> my dad did it four about. times. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it at least once. <laughs> All right, let's get going here. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Bobby Bone. Coming from the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, it's the Bobby Bone Show. All right, so Saturday night when the fireworks are going off, if you have a pet, make sure that they're in the house. Because if not, my dog broke out one year. Got so scared because fireworks, because they're not used to fireworks. So they're going to pop, 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 and they can react in weird ways, especially if it's an animal that's never heard fireworks before. So this is just uh, the more you know, sort of. Your animals are going to be scared of fireworks, probably, if they've never heard fireworks before. Uh, Veterinarians, I was watching this whole thing last night where they're like, hey, guys, uh, your pets are going to have crazy anxiety. And so please, because what happens is too, they hear them, they pop, they escape, they are in shelters, shelters are full, they know it's people's dogs and cats from around that ran from fireworks, and they're like, if you have to leave your house, make sure they're at least in a room they can't get out of. And try to make it as comforting, as safe as possible. And so uh, cats specifically can get diseases because they get so anxious. Really? That they, yeah. So anyway, this is just it. Like, heads up, Fourth of July is two days away. Make sure your animals are taken care of if you're not going to be with them. One year, my dog decided to run through the fence. They were shooting fireworks in the daytime. By the way, if you don't even leave them outside in the daytime, if you get people shooting like firecrackers, mm-hmm. my dog ran through the fence, a wooden fence, broke it, escaped, and I was like, we looked for him for like eight hours, couldn't find him. Mm-hmm. And so we got on the news, and they were like, dog escaped. And someone's like, found him. Found my dog through the news. How far did he get? Oh, a couple miles. Crazy. One year, uh, what do you call it? The constable found him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Happened twice. And don't tell nobody. <laughs> so I'm telling you, do as I say and as I do now, but not as I used to do. Anyway, there you go. The more you know, watch out for your animals. We're just two days away. Thank you, guys. All right, here's a question about driving that one of our listeners asked. Hey, guys, Morning Studio. Um, I'm about to turn 16 and a half, which in my state means that I can start learning to drive. I'm super excited. So my question for you guys, I guess, is what was it like when you learned to drive? Who taught you? And I guess do you have any advice for me? All right, thanks, guys. Bye. I'll go first. <clears throat> I'll go first. I got a little choked up thinking about the good old days. Uh I, I learned to drive at about 12 and a half or 13 because that's when my mom and my stepdad got together, who you hear now, Arkansas Keith, and he needed someone to drive the truck and find him at other sides of the woods, especially if we had somebody who had dogs, we'd run dogs, he'd need someone to pick them up. So I learned how to drive a standard at 12 or 13 mm-hmm. years old, and I would drive around and out of necessity would drive around the woods and find him and pick him up. So it, it was just kind of baptism by fire. All right, let's go to the lot. We need to show you how to drive. There's a lot of that. <laughs> and there was a lot of me learning by myself with the standard because if I didn't get the truck going, he had an old Toyota, I wouldn't catch him on the other side of the woods. So, And then I was trying to find him too because I didn't always know. You're trying to listen to dogs and try to find out and get ahead of them. Wow. 
So that's what that was it for me. The advice I would give you for driving, I prefer to go slow and turn all your blinkers on early. That's all I'm saying. I'll leave <laughs> and, and don't be on your phone. All right, Amy, go ahead. Um, I learned how to drive at driver's ed. So I didn't learn it really any earlier than I was supposed to. And I did a lot of it with my mom. My sister had a standard and I was supposed to get her car like because she was four years older than me. So when I turned 16, I was going to get her car. But I couldn't quite get it down. How old were you when driver's ed happened? We 15. got permits at 14 in Arkansas. Wow. Now, I was 15. And then when I turned 16, got my license. So, I mean, in our neighborhood, I guess once I turned, when I had my, what do they call it? Learner's permit. My mom, we'd enter the neighborhood and she would let me hop over into the driver's side and I would drive us the mile to our house. But yeah, then I couldn't figure out standard at all. It was just so bad. So I couldn't even get her car. Advice? My advice would be um, I'll fill up your gas tank when it's a, a quarter. <laughs> but you don't do that. No, but this is still my advice because when I was 16, I ran out and it's just really awful. And pay, pay don't eat while you drive because when I was 16, I also hit a car doing that. Oh, it's all Amy stuff she doesn't do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eddie, when did you start driving? Uh, yeah, I started driving. Too. I was like you. My, we had a deer lease, so my dad would kind of let me drive the stick shift around the deer lease. That's kind of how I learned. But I got a car when I was 16, a Jeep Wrangler, but my dad didn't let me drive it till I was like... 17, 18. You had a car that he got you and you couldn't drive it? That was, my, there? that was my 16th birthday present. It was the key to a nice Jeep Wrangler, but I couldn't touch it really until I was like 17, 18. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why? What was the reasoning? He just didn't really. He was scared. My dad was scared That's to let me go it. drive. It's genetic. What? You being scared to let your kids <laughs> maybe, do anything. Maybe, maybe. What's your advice you would give? So my advice is as soon as I did get my car and got to drive, uh, I went to a drive-thru. Just take the drive-thrus really slow, and remember the turns are a lot sharper than you think. I ran into the wall when I went to the McDonald's drive-thru. You did? Yeah, sure did. Yeah. Do any damage? Uh, just just to the side of the car a little bit, but everything was fine. Did you drive off? Well, no. I mean, there was nothing I could do about it. I ruined my car, not the wall. Mm. And so right. I just kind of, yeah, took well, off. Good luck. You're 15 and a half. Be super careful because if you get an accident now or do something dumb, you're really not going to be back on your feet for a couple of years. Yeah. So that's my Drive good advice. Be, be perp- I know it's not the flashiest of advice, but I appreciate that call. Thank you. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So Army Specialist Craig Hall lost a leg in an attack in Iraq in 2007. And I love people, organizations that help out our heroes. And this guy's been battling through physical problems, emotional problems. And he says now his life's in order. He's got a good job and a wedding on a way. But his his goal in life is to always been to own a home. So this program, Homes for Heroes, stepped in and just gave him a house mortgage free. Oh, amazing. Not crazy. He says it's the biggest gift he's ever received and the biggest blessing ever, too. And he just throws a big shout out to them. And we are, too, now Homes for Heroes and anyone that works with our veterans to help them out. And, and we've worked with Building Homes for Heroes, which is a, a similar program yeah. to, to help our military get homes. I just First of all, one, I want to shout out Army Specialist Craig Hall for serving us and two, Homes for Heroes. I think that's awesome and like to give them a little time this morning. And that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Cartersville, Georgia. A 30-year-old man needed two new tires for his car. And he's like, I'll wait till they close. Breaks into the tire shop. He's getting them down off the rack. 
and a stack of tires falls on him, and he's stuck. Oh, man. Oh, he like How funny is that? Does he do himself. like that 200 hours thing where he breaks his arm to get out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's his only it's, way out. Why do we keep calling it the wrong? It's like 500 and... What is it, 525 days. Wait, hold on. Everybody relax. What is it? 127 hours. That's a hard oh. number to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I think One, it's 500 hours? <laughs> yeah, we'll you, get it right from here on out. You know you're going to jail, right? Right. So do the 127, break your leg, get out of there. <laughs> Instead, he gets his cell phone and calls 911 says, I need help. Oh, my God. Luckily, he could get to his phone. Yeah. He could have been pinned and just died. Maybe, the, I guess if he, like, his throat, like his, his breathing. Yeah. Boy, this guy's got a full neck tattoo, too, wrapped all the way around his head. He's for sure the kind of guy that breaks into a tire place and still tires. <laughs> for sure, that's him right there. All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. They say the biggest cause of modern stress is because people don't get off their phones. And most people never allow their body to relax because they're always wanting to check their phones. Get you my phone. I'm a victim of this a lot. I can put it away, but it, it's one of two ways. Either I'm on it all the time or I don't look at it and I'm off it all the time. I never can just go, I'll check it in a few minutes. <laughs> I can't just go, it's right there. I'll get to it in a minute. If it's right there and I'm on it, I need to see it immediately. Or I can put it in my drawer and come back to it in a couple hours. But... You know, with me, it's all one way or the other. You, you, how are you with phones? Um, I'm getting better. I'm trying to be way more intentional about putting it away. And if we go on walks and stuff, I leave it at home. I don't even take it with mm, me. That's nice. Mm-hmm. According to the new survey of thousands of Americans, most people relax less than one hour a day, mainly because we're constantly checking our phones. On a daily basis, people get less than one hour completely to themselves. And health officials are now stressing how important it is to allow your body to relax during that downtime. Well, Kayla cannot look at her phone for six hours. Mm-hmm. She has no interest. Her phone's a tool. With me, it's a part of my body. <laughs> Hers is a tool that needs to be used at exact times. With me, I need to see what's going on. It's like my hand. Always got to be using it. Even if I'm not using it, I'm tapping on, on something. Yeah. So experts say neglecting our relaxation time can have a really detrimental effect on us, but it can happen slowly. And some people don't realize that just having a phone all the time keeps you from being relaxed. Another interesting find, recipients said that People struggle to go 10 minutes without checking their phone. Again, if it's near me, I'm checking it. And if it's not in my pocket, like I know where it is all the time. And as soon as I don't know where it is, I'm like, oh my goodness, where's my phone? Unless I just don't need it. You're like, find my phone. App. Siri. Just, <laughs> just start yelling for it. Not Siri. Siri's awful though. Well, but that's how you, you find your phone. I just know where it is. Oh. Sometimes I'll do the it's trick. It's not far, right? Well, <laughs> I'll do the trick. I'll go, all right, I can't find my phone. Where should it be? Ooh. Where would I have left it? But I can do that with anything I lose. Car keys, I'd be like, okay, I can't find my keys. All right. Where would they be right now if it were my car keys? I can usually track right back to whatever it is I lost for the most part. You lose stuff still? I'm, again, getting better at it. Not as bad as I used to You're be. You're going to run out of time, though. You're going to be, like, dead. <laughs> what do you mean? Before you get all the way good. No, but that's just a, it's something you have to work on. Either you lose stuff or you don't. Well, how do you relax? This is a good question. How do you relax right now? Oh, oh, my therapist, we have it worked out. I have to watch an episode of Real Housewives. So I play PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. It just gets my mind off of all the work and jobs and I play PS4. Yeah, it's literally my, in my self-care category, which sounds weird because I always define self-care as like something I have to do to take care of my body, like a bath or getting, making sure my nails are painted. But eh, it's, it's a 30 minute sit down with Real Housewives. Eddie, do you ever get time at home where you, the kids 
you just do you? No, that's why I walk the dog for like two hours. Two hours? Mm-hmm. How do yeah. you get to disappear from I just wow. do. I just do. And I say, I'll be, I'll be right back. And then I'm like, oh, nope. I'm going to take a long time. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your wife is there with four kids? Mm-hmm. Two hours? Fine? Yeah. She's, uh, what, so you, what does she get to do? She puts them to bed. No, no. What does she get to do to relax? Right. Oh, that's a good question. She likes to get. She likes to do the Facebook right before bed. Like she gets on Facebook and catches up with everything and like a good hour on Facebook. But if you asked her, is this what you're doing to like, there's a, like, it's a legit way. Something about it is a self-care thing. Yeah, that's what she prefers to do because that's her downtime. Like you're done with everything. What are you going to do? She gets on Facebook. Okay. And whatever, because whatever gets your mind off stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I've learned that mine is now playing PlayStation. Uh If I just am like a bit fried. And go and play PS4, get my little guy. Mostly play with Bobby Bones. Sometimes play with his cousin Billy Bones. Two different characters I created. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Bones plays Little Clump City Thunder. He's a little better. Billy Bones five foot seven, but can shoot lights out. But they both look like you. They do. They both yeah. look exactly like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, thank you guys. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show. So we Googled easy kids riddles, except we're not asking kids these riddles. We're asking the adults the riddles in the room here. As we play another round of Riddle Me This, here we go. Amy, you get the first kid's riddle. Okay. If you get it, you stay in the game. If you miss it, you'll be eliminated. Are you ready to play Riddle Me This? Ready. Okay. You'll have 15 seconds after the second time I ask the question. What gets colder as it warms up? What gets colder as it warms up? Time starts now. What? Time's starting, but the question is, what gets colder as it warms up? Is something tricky like... Well, it's a riddle, so it's tricky. tricky. Yeah, it's a riddle. (laughs) Amphibians or something? All right, three seconds. What gets colder as it warms up? There's no need to yell at me. I've told you three times now. What gets colder as it warms up? Amy? The refrigerator? The what? Freezer? (laughs) The humans. Oh, wow. (laughs) What was your first answer? I'm going to take your first answer. The refrigerator. Which is, that stays a constant temperature depending on where you set it. So I don't know why I would say that. The, you say the refrigerator. The, that's not really my answer. Mike, do you accept the refrigerator? It he'll, is? Yeah, he'll accept Wait, it. Wait, what? There you go. All what? Right. Why? Explain that to me. What? When it starts normally, it's warm. There's nothing in it. You turn it on, you warm it up, it gets colder. Oh, I She doesn't re- even get it. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Just take it, Amy. <laughs> what have I accepted? Fridge or freezer or air conditioner? Wow, I said fridge and freezer. Wow. You wow, just said wow. words. <laughs> but I, I want to go back humans. to the first thing you said. And amphibians. No, no, well, I, I got know, it. I don't even know what amphibians are. All right, let's go over to Lunchbox. Lunchbox, are you ready? Yeah. I am lighter than air, but a million men cannot lift me up because I will burst. What am I? I am lighter than air, but a million men cannot lift me up because I will burst. What am I? I'm lighter than air, but a million men can't fit, pull me up because I'll burst. I mean, I got to guess. Go ahead. Bubbles. Bubble is correct. Yeah. Wow. Still in the game. God, you're so good. Eddie. <sighs> Come on. What has no hands but might knock? And if it does, you better open up. What has no hands but might knock? And if it does, you better open up. Knock. Knocking. What has no hands might knock. And if it knocks, you better open up. What knocks? And you have to open up. An engine. Engine knocks. 
But you're not gonna open that up. I don't know. Bones. Doorbell. I don't know. I'm so bad at this game. Sometimes people say opportunity not. Yeah. Uh, of course. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Eddie, you've been eliminated. <laughs> Thank you. Amy. Yes. Back over to you. What has keys but no locks? Space but no room. You can enter but you can't exit. And ask it again. What has keys but no locks? Mm-hmm. Space but no room. You can enter but you can't exit. Time starts now. Well, piano has keys, but I don't know where the space and the entering comes into play with the piano. Keys. Five seconds. Keys. Space. Enter. Go ahead. Answer. (laughs) Music. You even yelled everything right. (laughs) This is crazy. Why did I have this one? You're hearing her talking about keys. Keys. Music. Space bar. Enter. It's a keyboard. Oh, my computer. (laughs) It's right under your nose. Oh, so stupid. Incorrect. Lunchbox, if you get this right, you win. Okay, bring it on. <laughs> what has been around for millions of years, but is never more than a month old? Eddie's goes like, I God, knew it. Why, I, can, I know all these. Shh. What has been around for millions of years, but is never more than a month old? Timer starts now. What has been around for a million years, but is never more than a month old? Think you know it, Eddie? I think so. Five seconds. I'm ready. Go ahead. The date. Incorrect. Ooh, that was... Calendar? The moon, the calendar. The calendar, yeah. Like... Oh, oh, I got you. All right, well, we're now sudden death. Amy and Lunchbox, you get one joke, one one riddle. Y'all buzz in with your name. Woo! It's speed round riddle. Speed round. Amy, are you ready? Ready. Come on, Amy, get him. Whoa, rude. Here we go. Buzz in with your name at any point, (laughs) even in the middle of the riddle. Yeah. I am a fruit. I am tasty and provide lots of energy. You can also find me in a calendar. What am I? I'll say it again. Uh What? I'm saying it again. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. I am a fruit. I am tasty and provide lots of energy. You can also find me in a calendar. What am Lunchbox. I? Lunchbox. Date. That's correct. Date. He wins again. Date. Date. He's so good. Two game winning streak. Saying. You're a fruit that what? I read it three times. I know. Um, I don't want to hear it again. Date. I am a fruit. I am tasty and provide lots okay. of energy. Okay, yeah. That's true. A date does. I, uh, of sorry. course it's true. After Because I thought maybe you also said juicy, and I was like, no. uh, dates are not juicy. I didn't. I know you didn't. That's why. I, Hey, I'm starting to get this game. Let's play another one. I'll give you what one. Do, what do you want to play? <laughs> Here, Eddie. See if you can get this one. Ready? Yeah. I have no life, but I can die. What am I? A battery. Yeah. Woo! See, I'm good at this oh, now. Eddie's ready for next round. Yeah. yeah. Eddie, what? you know who that is? What? That's real <laughs> me. 
you go. Bobby Bone. Coming from the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, it's the Bobby Bone Show. So they figured out the best job to have. Ranked on pay, employment rate, work-life balance, stress level. So all those are factoring in. Because, you know, the more money you make, the more stressful it's going to be. But what do you think the best job to have is, according to research? Ooh, morning radio show. The worst. (laughs) Maybe for you, not for me. Um, Gosh. The stress being a teacher. We all know that oh, now. Yeah. We all found and, that and out. And pay's not great. <laughs> yeah, pay's not great. They need more. Hopefully they get that. Uh, mm, doctor? No, because there's a lot of stress there. People, yeah, yeah, I get sick. If you really want to be happy in your work, they say go into dentistry. Oh, okay. So still medical, but with the teeth. They have the most vacation time. They can set their own schedule. Dentists who earn an average of $221,000 a year led the pack. And also with the dentist, it's not like you're really doing open heart surgery or emergency. Right. Yeah. Or, or life or death. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you hurt, you got your tooth. Dentists, they do make a lot of money, man. Wow. Physician assistance is second in a job that you would like because, again, you're making a little bit of money. Not super stressed because you're not the physician. Yeah. Uh, orthodontist at third, which is pretty close to the dentist. Mm-hmm. I've never been an orthodontist, I don't think. What's Probably the difference? Not. Braces. Braces. Yep, they do oh. braces. Okay. As for best paying jobs, straight up. Anesthesi- anesthesiologist. Best pain? Oh, the top yeah. Spot. I, that's, I've heard those are awesome. Medium salary, $258,000. Whoa! For anesthesiologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to knock people out. But I mean, gosh, that's nerve-wracking. Yeah. You'd be like, not I up. hope you wake back up. What did you want to be when you were growing up? A veterinarian. That was the number, A number one? Yeah. A number, numero uno. Why'd you quit on that? I, well... I just realized I wasn't going to do that. I still went to Texas A&M, though. I wanted to go to Texas A&M and be a vet, but I just went to Texas A&M and got an ag degree. (laughs) What about you? Well, this is it. I remember being in kindergarten, and they said, hey, what do you want to be? And I wrote down three things. Mm -hmm. I said, I want to be a comedian, and I want to be a radio host, and I want to be on TV. Oh, wow. Wow, you're doing it all. And so— Triple threat. I I have always known, which is weird— because I used to think, how do people not know what they want to be when they grow up? Not a lot of people do. I know. And later on in life, I kind of started to understand I was the weird one. I've never not known. It always it has been eye on the prize. Let's go get it. So, yeah, that's it. Just my grandma kept it of me making that list of three things I wanted to be. Was there one of those where you're like, that may not happen? Nope. Just all three. You're never. Like- Even if I were to start right now, never, ever, ever. It's awesome. Because it may be governor of Arkansas soon. I think I could absolutely do it. There's nothing you can't do. Mm. There's some things you can try and be unsuccessful, but you can learn while you're trying. And I just, I don't believe that unless it's a physical thing, like I can't dunk on a 10-foot goal. (laughs) Physically, yeah. (laughs) Physically, I can't do that. Now, there are ways to do that. If I wanted to dunk on a goal, maybe I can't do a jumping. I can do it with a trampoline. Mm. I can do it with a ladder. I can have someone throw me. But I think the same thing in life. Like if you can't do something, you can find ways to still do it just from a different angle. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, what are you going to say? What would you say to people that, some people may think like, oh, I'm too old to do this. I've always wanted to be this, but I may be too old for it. Like, what would you say for that? Albert Einstein was old before he started crushing. Yeah. There are a lot of, it doesn't matter. Age is wherever you put yourself. And I'm just not a believer. Everyone's going to find an excuse to to not do it. Mm -hmm. So whatever that first excuse that comes up is, that's just you assigning that to your story. So I just don't think that's a thing. In my mind, I'm telling you, age doesn't matter to me. Uh, growing how you grew up, you know, I had no resources. I had no, I went to, a, I was a food stamp kid, went to a crappy school, went to a tiny college that no one's ever heard of. I started a tiny radio station. There, I should be a statistic. 
but I am not. And I just don't think you have to be. So um, I think you you find your paper airplane. Maybe you can't get there the straight way, but you can get there many, many different ways. So yeah. that's the deal. What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, me? Uh, I wanted to be a rock star. Nice. <laughs> like, at first I wanted to be a chemist, but then I really didn't even know what that meant. I just liked the whole idea of flasks and beakers and all that stuff. But then I wanted to be a rock star, like always. Well, and for those that don't know, Eddie, who's our video producer and my best friend, he was in a band. Before we worked together, I would come watch your band play. <laughs> you saw me, dude. Play to what? Five people. Yeah, yeah. And he was a lead you. singer and they were pretty good. And now he's in a band with us and I'm the lead singer. And he's a better singer than I am. <laughs> And we're just filling yeah. up the but room. But look at us, dude. We're living our dream. It's yeah. unbelievable. And Pretty Eddie's cool. brother is a really good guitar player. Yes, yes. And used to be way the, better than me. Used to be in the band with Eddie, and now he's not. He's just playing for fun. Is he ever jealous? Do you think big that, time that you're playing big shows and yes. he's better than you? Yes. And I kind of tell him like, "Oh man, you know it's a lot of work. Like you wouldn't want to do this." But it's really, <laughs> but really, it's like you would love this, man. <laughs> so cool. All right. Well, everybody, go get your dental degree. That's my advice for today. If you want to have the best job according to research, there it is. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There was this nine-year-old girl in Arizona. Her name's Valerie. She was only born with one hand. So in fourth grade, they're learning how to play the violin. Only problem is she only has one hand, so she can't do it. One of her classmates goes home and says, Dad, there's this girl in our class. She can't play the violin because she only has one hand. Dad gets on the internet, starts doing some research, and builds her a prosthetic. Wow. Builds her a prosthetic? Yeah, out of... Thermoplastic. It gets flexible in very hot water, then hardens into the shape as it cools. Wow, I'm looking at this. It is the hand that she uses the bow. The, the, I, yeah. the, the, the string. The yeah. thing, whatever that, I don't the know. The bow. bow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like he said. So the, the yeah. Well, I didn't know if it's called like a sword. I don't yeah, know. It's not a sword, It's no. a bow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if that was. And that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Right now, let's go over to Amy with the Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. How does a little penguin build its house? How does a little penguin build its house? It glues it together. Okay, it glues. No, it That was the Morning Corny. The Bobby Bones Show. From the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, the Bobby Bone Show. A lot of you guys are coming back and starting to work a little more normally. You're in your cars when we're live. Um, we even have a lot of new cities that are listening to the show now. And one of the questions that we get the most are, hey, what's up with you and Eddie talking about this group you're in called the Raging Idiots? And just the, the quick backstory is um, it started with doing stand-up comedy, then it turned into a big musical band. Now Eddie and I go and tour, mostly just him and I. And so I thought I'd play a couple songs we haven't ever played these songs on the radio before. So this is us at the Ryman, Ryman Auditorium in Nashville. And this is us doing our latest hit, finger quotes, <laughs> the Target song. And That's then we go one. immediately into another song that we've never played before on the air. So Eddie and I are in a comedy duo called The Raging Idiots. We have a bunch of music up on uh, wherever you stream your music. But here you go. People are asking. So here's a little set of Eddie and I at the Ryman in Nashville. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show. I got so annoyed yesterday at something that maybe I shouldn't have been annoyed about. It was something that I think you guys would have let slide. 
but I'm just a little too high strung when it comes to this. Uh-oh. And I did something passive aggressive. Oh. I'll share it with you next. You guys can tell me if I'm crazy or not. Uh, that's the next segment, Bobby Bone Show. Bobby Bone, come on. Yesterday, I, I was texting with a guy, I don't know, about some uh, work around the house. And he said, okay, I'll call you at 1030, which is right when we get off the air, made a time. So 1030, I left my schedule open. 1030, 1045. Take this call. I put it on my schedule. 10, and then not only did he not call, I didn't hear back from him at all for like an hour. So I hit him up and I was like, hey, man, 1030, I didn't hear from you. He goes, oh, sorry. Had some, you know, somebody wanted to go for a walk or something. And I was like, <laughs> go for a walk. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter, right? It's another personal oh, what happened. It's another okay. person. N- nothing life altering. But I thought, don't you hit it someone with a text and go, hey, I can't call you at 1030. So you'll know what I said back to him. Tell me if you think this is. Uh oh. Well, this is what happened. How well do you know this person? None. <laughs> Great. Don't know them. I've never even seen their face. I don't know what they look like. Okay. The first one was, hey, gotta, we'll, I'll call you at 1030. You never called. So I said, hey, it's Bobby here. Hit me when you can. So at like 1115, hey, thanks for touching base. Got asked, blah, blah, blah. Home thing happened. Not a big deal. Thanks again. And I said, okay, cool. This is what I wrote back. Okay, cool. You said 1030, so I set that aside. Okay, going to go back into my regular life now. Oh, passive-aggressive. Well, we'll, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but isn't he, if he says 10.30, he's at least got to tell me he's not coming, right? You mean not calling? Yeah, whatever. Coming, calling, same thing. Am I crazy, though? Well, that- In-person and phone's a little different. <laughs> Is that crazy? I don't think it's crazy, but I wouldn't do that. Why? I wouldn't have, I, maybe it's, I wouldn't have the guts to do it. I just feel but, like if I told somebody 1030 and I wasn't able to make it at 1030, I would say, hey, I know I'm supposed to call you. Ooh, sorry, got sidetracked. I hadn't hit him up. Who cares? This is what I, just, I just <laughs> was laying in bed last night going, I can't believe that guy did that. So are you still going to work with him? Yeah, because he only does, right, well, I'm going to give him one more shot because he has a, a skill. He's that, really good. Yeah, oh, really good. A unique That's why skills. Mariah Carey can be a nightmare because right. she was so good. <laughs> Mm, um, I'm going to give him one more shot. <laughs> but but one more, though. Well, one more. Eli, okay. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> well, now I need to know why. He, I mean, I, obviously, I can't know why he missed it. But why would he just not think it's a big deal to tell you? That's yeah, weird. That, right. That's the point. It okay. is weird. But I wouldn't reply what you did. <laughs> Here is a Nikki from Virginia. I need some life advice. I moved home to Virginia to be near family. But we, ha- we can go to Wisconsin in a beautiful old-fashioned home by ourselves and just live it up and not have to deal with family drama or stay here and and be around all the family plus the drama okay thanks okay so i'm not married you know my girlfriend and i live together now we've been together seven months or so so i'm gonna check myself out of this but amy i'll I'll ask you what you think here family drama but around family or can go live it up without the family oh man i love family but Sometimes you got to focus on your immediate family and that would be like the people you have to live with. And to me, Wisconsin sounds amazing. Eddie, live it up, man. It's only oh, well, one life. Both of you guys went that way. Totally. Yeah, you have to, you can't. I was for sure mm-hmm. going to say, hey, family can be annoying, but they've got your back if uh-uh. you need it. Oh, they no. do, hopefully. But doesn't mean you have to sacrifice a beautiful trip to Wisconsin. Yeah, okay. And, and that family drama could get really just put a damper in your whole vacation. Totally. I was thinking yeah. about you, Eddie. I really like my girlfriend's parents. Mm-hmm. I think they're so fun to hang around and be around and talk to. Yeah. Because then I've never been close to a significant other's parents ever in my whole life. And But they're so funny. And I was thinking every TV show I've ever seen my whole life says you should hate the 
the in-laws. Yeah, you, know? you should. Or be annoyed by them all the time. Hate's probably a rough word. But I was thinking about you. I was like, but Eddie loves his. They, I, do, I do. I love them and they love me. It's, and I always thought you were just saying that, but now I kind of am like, I'm like, yeah, my girlfriend's parents are kind of awesome. Yeah. Huh. I, I mean, no, nah, I won't say it, but yeah. What? <laughs> I won't say it. My in-laws though, they're great. Yeah. And I love spending time with them. I love spending time I with them. I believe you. Yes. Yeah, I believe you. It's just what, duh. I'm, ta- I'm talking about my side. My side can be a nightmare sometimes. Oh, yes. not the direction I thought mm-hmm. you were going. Mm-hmm. Your side's the it, tough it, side. It could be. Uh, it's one of those things where we go down and it's like, oh, I'm looking forward to this. And like two days in, you're like, ah, why are we even here? Oh, but her yeah. side, it's not like that? Mm-mm. Nice. Oh, my husband and I, both our sides are great. <laughs> well, my girlfriend has nothing to worry about. I have no family, really. Right, I know. Like, you know. I'm sure she wishes you did. Well, yeah, I wish you, I did. Right? But yeah, yeah, she doesn't have to deal with that. Like that part... Like, at a wedding, like, I don't get to have a dad-mom first dance, you know? I don't even know if I'd yeah. really—I mean, I'd have a side, but it would just be all my all my old party buddies. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> Which don't exist. <laughs> what? Well, you can come up—it's your special day. You can come up with whatever special dance you want. Would you do— <laughs> doesn't have to be with your mom. Would you do a first dance with no teeth, Keith? Uh, no teeth, not, not done Arkansas Keith. <laughs> Not the same person. Totally yeah. different. No, no, I wouldn't. Okay. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this family that has this dog, Zeus, and they live in Montana. And a supposed family friend stole their dog and took off. Obviously not a real good friend. Went to West Virginia on the run with the dog. Well, they tracked him down, found him. But then they realized, okay, you're a bad person. We need our dog back. But West Virginia, Montana, 2,000 miles away. Well, there's a group called Mini Paul's Volunteer Transport Team. And what they do is they rally people across the country to form a relay team to get animals back where they need to be. Because not everybody can just go hop in the car and drive 2,000 miles because then you got to go back as well. So you get people that can go, you know, hey, can you go 100 miles today and then turn around and go back? And then you have a meeting point. And it's puppy hitchhiking. It is. <laughs> yeah. It, this it worked. They got Zeus back. Fifteen volunteers traveled two thousand miles across nine states in four days to get Zeus home. Wow! Woo! A lot of infrastructure in this too. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's probably so much logistics and planning. I bet somebody on there either maybe work for UPS, FedEx, Amazon. You're assume, not. Maybe you're they assuming should. all this. Well, I don't know. Like, there's just so much that goes into that. Yeah, that's a good story. I'm yeah. glad they got their dog back. What kind of person steals a dog? Not I a know, good person. Especially someone that's a supposed friend. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah, remove that yeah. title. From them. All right, that's tell me something good. There you go. That was tell me something good. Go on the Bobby Bones Show now. Matt Ramsey from Old Dominion. Hey, Matt, I have a question for you because I was uh, watching you. I don't know. You were doing some kind of liner, and you were like, hey, this is Matthew Ramsey from Old Dominion. And I'm like, I call him Matt. What do your friends call you, Matt or Matthew? It's kind of been both my whole life. I mean, a lot of people do call me Matt, but there is, uh, like, my grandmother, my dad, my mom, they all called me Matthew growing up. So, kind of both. What should I call you? when? Because I want to get it right. Are you Matt or Matthew? Man, I, you call me. You call me whatever's in your heart. I'm both. All right. Oh, sugar you want to pop- know the real story? <laughs> yes. You know the real go story of why I started to go, Matthew? Go ahead. Uh, I used to, you know, back in Virginia, I made you know, a little album by myself, put it out. It was as Matt Ramsey. Uh, and then I started getting all these, like, emails from people 
saying, hey, there's another Matt Ramsey out there who does something very different than what you do. And I was looking for him, and I found your music. And it turns out he was uh, a porn guy. So for a while there, if you Googled my name, you got <laughs> something very different. <laughs> you know, that's a fa- Hey, somebody Google Matt Ramsey and just see what comes up now. Well, now, now, now you get me, but if you scroll far enough, you'll, you'll get the guy. Okay, so um, if you Google Matt Ramsey, hey, don't Google Matthew Ramsey, just Google Matt Ramsey. So if you Google Matt Ramsey, we'll do this together. It is Matthew Ramsey. It pulls up. Now, click images, Mike D, and let's see how many pages. Oh. <laughs> all right, on the first page, we're all clear. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> okay, so about two-thirds of the way down the first page of images, you see the other Matt Ramsey. Not a yeah, bad-looking fellow. There's a gentleman that goes by, the, well, he has two names. One of them is Matt Ramsey, and one of them is Peter North. <laughs> what? And, and he's, <laughs> I, it's funny. Eddie was about to say, I know who that is, and Eddie, no, no, no. Eddie pulled back from saying, I know who that I is. Get, I get the name. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie almost got himself in trouble. No. All right. Um, Matt Ramsey from Old Dominion's on. Hey, you guys are putting out two songs tomorrow, huh? So you guys uh, keep putting out the tracks during shutdown time. What's up with these two songs tomorrow? Uh, you know, it's just kind of a, another way. We just, we, you know, you're sitting here bored. You start looking for ways to keep people entertained. And we have these, these songs that kind of wound up on the floor, you know, that we cut for whatever reason didn't make the album so we kind of we put three out earlier and uh we decided to put these last two out too so it's fun what's the number one show you've binged during all this time oh man i just got sucked into that show alone have you seen that which is kind of funny quarantine but Mm -mm. you know i I live it matt i live it i don't need to watch another (laughs) bio of me (laughs) i hear you brother (laughs) anyone here watch alone Mm. what is it what's that about uh, they just basically drop survival um, experts out into the Antarctic and uh, have them stay out there as long as they possibly can. Oh, dang, so, it's on History Channel. Look crazy. at you with the fancy channel. Like a fancy pants TV watcher okay. over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to educate myself here. You know, you never know. I might have to learn how to survive depending dang. on how things go. Uh, would you guys ever write a coronavirus-inspired song? Uh, you know, uh, I wrote one actually with my daughter. Um, this over this quarantine. Is it good? It's shockingly good, actually. She nailed it. How old's your daughter? She's 10. And she's rich. Now they're going to put it out. Old <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Great. I, I hope so. You gave yourself a buzz cut back in April. Um, it, it's a good look with the, the shave head and beard. What's up? Is this going to be your new look? I don't know. I mean, right now it feels good. Um, my mom's not happy with it, but oh, uh, so we'll see. Hair. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, one time I shaved my head and my mom wanted to kill me. She was like... Yeah, my mom's not happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, all right, M- Matt Ramsey, I do want to mention this because we did this thing together. It's already been uh, shot and recorded, but it'll be on uh, July 3rd. So tomorrow. Also, wow, tomorrow. this show, yeah. m- new music and the show is tomorrow on the CW. So the 4th of July, iHeartRadio, 4th of July barbecue presented by Lowe's. And uh, it's tomorrow night at 8, 7 central, only on CW. And it's Old Dominion, Lauren Elena, Kane Brown. I'm hosting from my backyard. But you guys, since you're so big, did you guys go somewhere else to shoot this? 
We did went to another location that was outdoors to to shoot that. It wasn't at one of our houses. Who's got the biggest house in the band? Be honest. <laughs> biggest house in the band? I'm gonna say uh, either Brad or Trevor. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with Trevor. Trevor. Let's make fun of Trevor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it's Trevor. Yeah. All right. All right. So two He's things. Got the biggest family, to be fair, though. Yeah. Two things. One, tomorrow, new Old Dominion, and as you know, and as I do say on the TV show, they are my favorite band. I, I scream it from rooftops. Sometimes people don't even ask me that question. Sometimes they're like, what would you like for dinner tonight? And I'm like, Old Dominion's my favorite band! So I, I say it all the time. Uh, so check out their music tomorrow, and then also on the CW, the I Heart Country 4th of July barbecue, presented by Lowe's, Old Dominion, one of the three artists performing there, and uh, I haven't seen the performances yet, but I'm sure it's a, it's a bang-up job. All right, Matt, Matthew, good to talk to you, my friend. I'll see you soon. All right, good to talk to you. All right, bye-bye. Bobby Bone, come on. This woman has food poisoning, and that is just an awful feeling. Nothing you can do. Head hurts, stomach hurts. And she's like, I have terrible food poisoning. Until she gave birth. Oh, wow, so she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. Patricia Crawford, a New Jersey woman, thought she had food poisoning, spent the night in the bathroom with tummy troubles, and then at 5 a.m. her son was born. Golly, oh, this happens and it's so crazy. Every time it happens, it's so bizarre. She said she didn't have any pregnancy symptoms over the nine months, aside from the occasional stomach pain. That she may have felt a flutter, but it was like, I thought it was gas. <laughs> but I mean, I just see how big bellies get. Some, like the baby, like there's no denying that someone is like nine months pregnant. And then... And I wonder that moment too, where it goes from, am I about to do number two to there's a baby head. <laughs> Probably a different feeling, it, I would think. but it's like, oh my, that's what? Huh? I know. He, uh, <laughs> crazy. I huh? wonder if my friend that this happened to, she would be willing. I mean, I haven't talked to her in years. I'd love I for you to get her on she, the phone. I mean, I would have tracked her down. She's my friend from college. This legit happened to her, and she was in the bathroom, didn't know she was pregnant. Next thing you know, baby came out. There you have it. But her uterus is really set far back. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's a Bobby Bones show.